Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits. I'm so excited for this weekend. I'm bringing on my girl, Amy. What's up? What up? This is the part one of Best Bits where I go behind the scenes with one of the show members. I still count down the best segments from the show this week, but we talk about a lot of random things, some in connection to the bits and some totally random. So we're just going to get started Coming in at number seven this week, Bobby, Ray, and myself all talked about times we've been catfished in our stories. Now, Amy, obviously you're married now, but I want to know, pre-married life, what is your best worst date story? I mean, I really honestly don't have any terrible dates, but I did have a guy that just didn't show up. I guess that's pretty bad. And I was real excited. He told me he was going to be taking me out 4th of July. I even remember his name, but I'll refrain from saying it here. (laughs) But I was pretty pumped. He was a year older than me. I was still in school. So I thought, well, this is is something fun to do for the 4th of July. And then he just never, I got ready. I was waiting and he just never showed up, never called, never nothing. Okay, so he was supposed to come and pick you up. Yeah, he said he would. And he didn't come and pick you up. Nope, he did not. And he did not call to tell me he was canceling. It just was very bizarre. I literally remember every detail about all of this <laughs> and his first name and his last name. Okay, and what's all the, the things? first letter of D. his first name? D. The Both of them are D. 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 Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have no idea one. where he is now, but to be stood up like that, and this is before social media, it's not like I could just look and see what is he up to? Where is he? But I knew he was going to this one party for the 4th of July And I think I was excited about going to that, too. And I don't know if we were going to go eat before. It was just something to do for the fourth. And he was asking me to spend the day with him. And he never came. Dang. Okay, so did you ever see him again, talk to him again? No. Wow. Did you end up going to that party? No. I didn't do anything. I stayed home. I didn't do anything because I waited. And then I had zero plans. Yeah, and then you were probably just bummed. You're like, I don't want to do anything now. Yes, I was embarrassed. And it was actually kind of 
sad. <laughs> Don't be sad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm over it now. You know what? I bet he probably very much regrets that. Who knows? I he I don't even know. I wonder if he even remembers doing that. I just don't know why someone would ever ask someone out and then just completely ghost them. Yeah, that's a terrible thing to do. And to this someone. was before ghosting was a term. That was real life ghosting. Yeah. Oh. There was no ghosting in my dms there was no text messaging back then there was just a straight up human ghost like bye dang i mean mm-hmm. i can't compete with that at all i mean now I'm you're sorry. making That's me <laughs> now you're making me want to find him on i feel like i would find him over on facebook or something oh yeah definitely on facebook he's probably doing rants on facebook that's yeah. probably where you'll find him i don't think i have any i do have a best like a best worst boyfriend story though okay uh I had a guy I dated. He was like my first kind of real boyfriend and he was older than me so he could drive and he, we broke up because he was not a good boyfriend for many reasons. But when we broke up, he paintballed my house and he drove through my dad's yard and anybody who knows my dad knows how important his yard is to him. Ooh, yeah. And my dad was so mad. It was this whole thing. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, I I have so much PTSD from that one specific incident that I've blocked out many memories with that man in my life. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so no bat, no worse dates, but definitely a whole worst relationship. Issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at number six this week, we had Kathy Lee Gifford on the show, and she was so much fun to hear talk about her career and just life that she's experienced. Oh, she had some of the coolest stories. Yes. It and one really of them, awesome. yeah, one of those things she mentioned was writing a letter to Walt Disney because she wanted to be on TV. As a kid. Yes. Yeah. Such a cool story. When you wanted, like when you were growing up, Amy, what did you want to be? I wanted to be a veterinarian, a marine biologist. <laughs> so clearly, like a lot of kids, I wanted to work with animals. I did write a letter to a celebrity once, Patrick Swayze. Oh, yes, I remember this because you love Dirty Dancing, right? It's one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. as a child, which is weird. And, but you never heard back from him. No, because my mom never sent it. I actually still have the letter. So I think she told me she sent it like, yeah, 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 I'll <laughs> mail it. But it never got mailed off. So I still have it in the envelope addressed to Patrick Swayze. I included my school picture. I wrote it, but actually my sister ended up doing the handwriting for me because my handwriting wasn't neat enough. Mm. And I still my school picture is like a little side ponytail. <laughs> so I'm sure at some point I wanted to, you know, be an actress of yeah. some sort. But yeah, I wrote Patrick Swayze a letter. That's the only celebrity I reached out to. I think as a child and then, but career wise animals all the way. What about you? Yeah. Mine was similar. I've realized with the help of TikTok that none of us really lived unique lives. We all had similar thoughts and feelings. And when you said marine biologist, that was number one on my list. I wanted to do that. But then I also wanted to be an ice skater. That was another random one. That'd be fun. (laughs) And uh, actor. So yeah, all about the same. Mm -hmm. I think we all grow. You see things on TV Or you hear about really cool things and you just dream for the coolest job when you're younger. I feel like that's kind of what happens. Yeah. My uncle was a vet too. So I think I saw that as a job opportunity or a (laughs) career path for myself. But yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to work with dogs and cats and all kinds of pets when you're a kid or dolphins? Exactly. I think I went to SeaWorld, which I don't know that that's a thing anymore. I mean, I think SeaWorld still exists, but do people... I know it's, it's not a thing we should be doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I did hit up SeaWorld a lot as a kid. So every yeah. year of field trips and whatnot. And I always thought it was so cool, like Shamu and 
all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You had to feed the dolphins, hang out with dolphins. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be awesome. I also think it's funny you were talking about how you sent the letter to Patrick Swayze. Kids today now can just send a DM to their favorite artist. Oh, yeah, They're true. so much more accessible now. Mm-hmm. Not that they'll respond and not that they'll probably even see it because most of these massive celebrities have millions of followers. But they don't have to, you know, go through the work of writing a letter writing their address on it, putting a stamp, sending it off. All they have to do is go on their phone and just type up a quick like, hey, I love you. And they might get a response. They may even be be shared on the page. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think about for your kids? It is. Everyone's a little bit more accessible, obviously. Times have changed significantly, but... I, or you, you know, your mom doesn't have to lie and act like she mailed the letter off. I'm sure my mom was just trying to spare me the heart. But sometimes you send things off to people and they would mail something back. Like Kathy Lee shares that she got something in return mm-hmm. from Walt Disney. And I wonder too, it just the easy way to send something off now, you might as well take the time to do it because it can't hurt. But in a way for Kathy Lee, I was thinking, was that some sort of you know, manifestation for her to write that as a kid. And then Mm -hmm. she watched some of that unfold and her dreams come true. And then she was the voice in Disney movies, which is crazy to think that she wrote Walt Disney a letter. So go ahead and put all kinds of DMs and letters out there because you never know where it might land you because you're just putting that out into the the universe. universe. And we always see There'll be artists. I know I've seen them on Maren Morris's page and Kane Brown's page where they will have tweeted something once upon a time and then it came true like years later. Yeah. And I think it's so fun to see that come to real life because at the time when they send the original tweet, they weren't expecting anything to happen from it. They just hoped for that. They dreamed for it. And then for it to happen is really cool. So I do think for kids, if there's something I, I love to see for them is them somehow writing out what they want to happen because and then keeping it and not getting thrown away or tossed out in the journey of life and then being able to come back on that and look at it, I think is really cool. Yeah. Some artists, when they win a Grammy or something, they'll have the tweet from six years ago that yeah. says, I'm going to win a Grammy one day. Yes. So, I love it. It's yeah. like it's the full circle you get to actually see in real life happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also had another fun conversation that happened on the Bobby Bones show this week. Scuba Steve told us that he took the opportunity with our show after a coin flip decision. Crazy that that even happened. Have you ever made a decision off a coin flip or like chance? Not a coin flip, but I did have that one time where a sign, a guy was working on that sign and the letters fell out and spelled no on and the you, floor. Okay, did you listen on the ground? to that sign? Yeah, I mean, there's there was a lot involved in that, but ultimately, yes, I think I wanted it as the this affirmation, but I think I look for signs all kinds of places, and I think that that's okay, but I have never done a coin flip, and that is crazy <laughs> that Scuba Steve just up and moved his life because of a coin flip. But I guess to Scuba's defense, he was cool either way. Both opportunities were cool, so he just wanted to see what would what would happen and you have to be okay with it and just know that I think it's it probably would have worked out for scuba either way yeah (laughs) so if he would have stayed there he'd been like wow good thing I didn't leave to go and then if he's here as long as you're working hard and doing something that you enjoy and that he's like oh wow good thing I came here yes don't you think I do I do believe that it's funny that we talked about this this week too because a new movie came out on Netflix called look both ways oh I saw it Okay, yeah. I'm not going to spoil too much, but she basically gets to see how her life pans out after one huge 
thing happens. And then she sees it each direction, depending on what that life event decided for her. And I just imagine I was looking at my life to see if there would have been a point in time where I could have kind of taken a different road. And I don't think there is. I don't know that I've ever had that pivotal kind of change where I had to be like this way or that way. Have you ever had that moment in your life like she did in the movie? Yeah, I think about sometimes how if I had married my college boyfriend because I really thought we were going to get married and my life would have been very different because I would not have been in Austin. I wouldn't have ever met Bobby. I wouldn't have joined the show. Like I would not be in radio. I would be living a very different life. So (laughs) that's crazy to think about. Uh Unless maybe we would have ended up living in Austin and then it panned out where this still happened. But I just don't think that would have been the case. I think we would have lived somewhere else. And he broke up with me. So (laughs) problem solved. (laughs) That is probably some relationships for people. I mean, that's kind of the situation for her in the movie, too, that panned out. And I just I was watching that and I thought it'd be so cool to see the two different paths your life could take. I know. And you know what? I think if my life had taken that path, it would have been, I think, a lovely life. And I wouldn't have known any different. You don't you don't know what you Mm -hmm. don't know. I would have never known. Oh, there was this whole radio career happening. Who knows what would have unfolded in that? Yeah. That storybook. I don't know. And, And I think in parallel universes, we're probably living that other life journey we were supposed to be on. Maybe. I like to think that. <laughs> and you were mentioning your, you know, joining the show and that's what happened in your life. I want you to share, since Scuba Steve is talking about his opportunity with the Bobby Bones show, how did you join the Bobby Bones show? What did that look like for you? Well, I was a listener. And so because I lived in Austin, and I had an hour commute to work. I listened for a full hour, which, you know, is longer than a lot of people. And depending on where you live in the country, but you know, you're lucky to get a full hour of nonstop listening. And Jill was the co-host at the time and she was my favorite, but I joined the kiss club because it was pop. So it was kiss FM station. And that's where you get updates and ticket info to (laughs) concerts and whatnot. And so that's the only reason why I knew what they looked like because there was no social media. So I had, most people had no idea what Bobby Bones looked like unless you were, you know, member of the Kiss Club or you had seen him out and about or something like that. I'm assuming, too, there wasn't social media. No, there wasn't. This. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like yeah. There was just the website. So I think there was Facebook at the time, but you had to have a college email address to be a part of Facebook. So gotcha. I had Facebook, but I was mostly only friends with people from Texas A&M. It's not like you could be friends with anybody. You Even wanted, though I had just graduated. Right. There wasn't. I don't think there was there wasn't show pages at that point where right now there's the Bobby Bone Show Facebook page. There wasn't any of that. There was 967kissfm.com. And even websites weren't that, you know, popular for people to go to all the time. I don't even know that Google was a thing where you said, now we just casually say Google it. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a thing. You probably didn't have a phone that could even do go to a website. You had to go home, go on your computer. No, iPhones didn't exist. Uh, This is, you know, early 2000s. Yeah, I'm just painting the whole picture here. (laughs) Yeah. So I was at Culver's with my friend Andrea. Her parents own it in North Austin. And she's my high school BFF. And I just stopped by there to meet her real quick. She was there dropping something off and I wanted to see her. And I worked in North Austin. So I went over there, 
randomly look over and see Bobby sitting at a booth by himself. And I look at Andrea and I said, I think that's Bobby Bones. And she, of course, said, who? (laughs) Because she wasn't a member of the Kiss Club. So she didn't know what he looked like, nor did she listen to the show. And she said, well, go over and say hi to him. I'll give you some ice cream coupons or something just to as an icebreaker. <laughs> so I got some ice cream coupons and I went over and I said, are you Bobby Bones? And he said, yes. And I said, I love the show. Jill's my favorite. Here's some ice cream coupons from my friend Andrea. Her parents own this. And yeah, he was eating alone because he was getting his tires worked on mm-hmm. next door. So he just went over to get a burger or whatever. So we just talked for a little bit and then got to know each other. We were both training for the same triathlon. There was a lot of different things that unfolded in between, but just to fast forward to the part where I joined the show, it was well over a year later, maybe even a year and a half after that point that I met him at Culver's. And he called one day to say, I'm offering you the job on the show because Jill had left. After that encounter, Jill quit to be a teacher and they were trying to search for a co-host. And I was on like the short list for that, but didn't get it ultimately. And then, well, I don't even know, maybe <laughs> however much time passed. I remember when he called and said, hey, can you go to dinner or, you know, real quick tonight? And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. So I think we went to Galaxy Cafe maybe. And he said, I'm here to offer you a job. I said, you're joking. <laughs> Because I had a really good job and I didn't want to, I'd already gotten my hopes up that several months earlier when I thought maybe he was considering me, but then the bosses didn't want some person that had never been in radio before. But then once Bobby was able to get a little more control and convince them that this would be good for the show and I would fit in well with him in Lunchbox, then he was able to offer me the job. And then I said, yes. And I went in and I quit my job the next day. I gave a two weeks notice, but I turned in my letter of resignation. Did you start on the radio show right away or in that two weeks, did you work your other job and then join the show? I think I took the two weeks to finish out my job and then I went in. I can't honestly remember. I think there was times where I was kind of learning the ropes and what would show prep be like and getting used to certain things. But there was an official start day on the show. Were you guys doing mornings still? Was that yeah, early morning? Yeah, we were a morning show. So I think I would call in to the show sometimes <laughs> because actually when I was a listener, I did call in. They were doing a segment on the best outdoor restaurants in Austin. And during my hour commute to work, I decided to call in. And, and you got on? Mm-hmm, I got on. They said, Amy's on the line. What's your favorite place to eat outdoors in Austin? Because we were only on air in Austin. So we talked about very Austin-specific things. And Whole Foods had just opened downtown. And there was a rooftop deck that you could eat on. And my friends and I loved going there. So I didn't know if people knew that the new flagship, I guess, I don't know if you call it flagship, like because Whole Foods originated in Austin and now it's all over the country-ish. But they made it their corporate office. It's like the corporate place. And it was this really big Whole Foods and it was awesome. And it had so many cool things. And it had our rooftop patio that you could eat on. Dang. Yeah. That's so awesome. I called in and said that. And I think they were like, okay, lame next. <laughs> they didn't really. And then I remember going into work and saying, I was just on the Bobby Bone show and nobody cared. <laughs> nobody, but you were excited. Nobody about cared. It. I was excited because I, yeah, I was a true fan. I was a true listener. I, uh, you know, after that boyfriend had broken up with me, I did not think I was going to live in Austin, so I didn't really know what my career path was going to be. So some of that time that I was even listening was before I got a job, 
when I didn't really have much going on and I was living in a shed in my sister's backyard and (laughs) she would be inside her house and I would go, I'd drive to the gym and I'd go, I'd do job interviews and I would help her husband out with his company that he had just started called Root Design. I was their first employee, which now is a TV show on HGTV, which is, also which really is cool crazy. Story. Yeah, which is called Building Roots. But I love to tell them, remember how I was your first employee? I didn't get paid, but I didn't have to pay rent for my time in the shed. <laughs> so I <laughs> hey, worked it off both worlds. by working for Root Design. And then I would always go in my sister's kitchen. I'd walk in the door and say like, oh, so yeah. So this morning, Lunchbox and Bobby, and I would talk about them or Jill, like they were my friends. And my sister reminded me, you don't know these people. <laughs> and I was like, well, they're keeping me company because I was all depressed from my boyfriend breaking up with me and I didn't know what I was going to do for a job. And then, so I just stuck with it. And once I got a job, I listened every morning on my way to work. I love that story. I don't think I'll ever get tired of hearing people start stories because they're just so fun. Mm-hmm. The shed at my sister's house didn't have a bathroom either. And I was always too scared to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So I would pee in a vase. <laughs> Maybe that part isn't so fun. (laughs) (laughs) I know it was not very glamorous, but, you know, early 20s, rough life, you know, trying to figure things out post-college. That's true. Post-college was there. I remember I I applied to, gosh, like 40 jobs post-college and somehow stumbled on an iHeartMedia job after interning. And fast forward to when I became the digital director for Nashville, I was overseeing six stations here. And I was doing red carpet interviews for our country station at the CMT Awards. And Bobby was walking the red carpet. And I interviewed him. I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, I listened to when you guys were pop. I listened to y'all back in Wichita. So it was cool to meet him and cool to interview him. And he was really nice. Didn't think much of it. And a few weeks later, CMA Fest happened. And I'm working. Again, I was still the digital director for these stations I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I was doing going to every stage and taking photos and social media to post on the station locally. And I remember I get a phone call from a, a number I didn't know. And I answer it and he goes, hey, is this Morgan? I was like, yes. Very kind of scared. I'm like, I don't know who this is. And he was like, hey, it's Bobby Bones. And I was like, what? Who? <laughs> are, you, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, it's me. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about a, a job opportunity. And... I was sitting in my apartment complex hallway because I had my sister and her friend were staying and I needed some privacy when I realized it was Bobby. So I walked down to the hallway and I'm just sitting there in the in my apartment hallway and he's telling me about the potential digital director position with the show. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I want to come possibly take that. I mean, yeah, it sounds great. And for the next two weeks, I was sitting in with you guys and mm-hmm. just observing, seeing if it's something that was a good fit for you guys and a good fit for me. And, you know, fast forward five years and here we are. <laughs> That's crazy. It's been five years, right? I look back and I don't know that it's been that long, but it's been a really fun experience just coming from that and something that was so unexpected on a Thursday afternoon, getting a phone call from Bobby Bones when yeah. I'm just running around for CMA Fest. I know how it is. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So there's both Amy and I stories and we all kind of have our own, but Scuba's is probably the craziest because coin flip. I mean, I don't know that I'll ever make a life decision off a of coin flip. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should you could consider it. I guess if you're desperate enough or you don't, you know, either way you're fine with. Yes. You just toss it up to chance. Maybe you're a little bit better about just 
letting fate happen. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Also on the show this week, we played some blind karaoke, 2000s country edition. Amy, if you had a favorite song right now, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Wishful Drinking, Ingrid Andress and Sam Hunt. Oh, that's such a good song. It's so good. And I still love Scotty McCurry's Damn Straight. (laughs) It is a jam every time it comes on. That was Mm -hmm. a great one. Yeah. I would imagine Wishful Drinking is going to go, too, because that's a good song. Yeah. It's Dirks's new song just called Gold. Straight up. Yeah. Gold, uh-huh. I think. I really like that one as well. I do so. also. the Chris Young and Mitchell Timpenny at the end of the bar. At first, when I heard it, I was like, oh, cool country song. And now, whenever it comes on in the radio, I'm like singing it every time. Yeah. It's that catchy one that mm-hmm. gets you. But if I had to vote, I'll stick with Ingrid. Andress. Yeah, that's a good one. Their voices together are really good. Mm-hmm. And I do really like uh, Bailey Zimmerman right now, too. He has oh, a yeah, song called good. Rock in a Hard Place, and I really like it. I was mowing, and I just put a playlist on, and I just kind of let it roll, and I'll hear new songs sometimes. And I remember this song coming on, and I was like, who is this? This is really good. And I go to my phone, and it's Bailey Zimmerman. And sure enough, and I just kept listening to his music. It was really good. Do you listen to podcasts when you mow ever or just music? Just music. Okay. You know, I'm not a huge, I wish I was more of a podcast listener, but I think I'm so 
around it so much with the show that I just never got into listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's just music. Whenever I have to kind of focus on something or drown stuff out, it's always music. Do you listen to podcasts? I do some, yes. And I like listening to books. And I I need to listen to more music because I think that it's there's something that's good for the brain. I do yeah. think there's something to that, but I've just gotten really into audiobooks. <laughs> so I feel like I'm listening to too many words and I want to get back into more making space for that music, especially when I'm moving my body. Cause I think that there is this good connection from mind body yes. movement to the music and the beat. And it does something for you. Yeah. It's like feel good stuff. And, but I've gotten even like, this is lame, but I've been working out to audiobooks. Mm. How do you I do don't know. That? I don't that's what I'm saying. Like I need to get back on the music train because I know that I would just be more into it. Yeah. And then there are I know that there's research and science that shows, don't quote me on anything here, <laughs> but that the the music and the movements of the body is there is a good connection for your brain thing that's happening there. So I want to do that because I don't know that I'm quite firing off all the the goodness in the well, brain yeah. when I'm like doing leg lifts to an audiobook. I don't know how you're listening to somebody <laughs> talk and you're like, oh yeah, I really want to work out these leg lifts right I know, now. I know. Hi. This, yeah. This is 41. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that shocks me. Okay, well, do you have a favorite audiobook? Well, I have really been enjoying the author, Emily Giffen. She's a fiction writer and fiction is new to me. I, the only fiction I liked really before that was Hunger Games back in the day. I was very into that trilogy. But other than that, I always liked a true story and I wanted to know that it really happened to get into it. My ADD brain needed to know this happened for me to be able to focus. And now I'm, I don't know, I've seen a shift, which is cool. I'm enjoying it. I've been reading some, some fiction things, not only just listening, but actually physically reading. Like the last physical book that I read from Emily Giffen was called Meant to Be, and it was really good. And then I listened to The One and Only, which is another good one of hers. So there's another one I'm going to start. Now I can't think of the name. I've talked about it on my Four Things podcast. Uh, I can't remember the name, but it's about a Nashville elite. Ooh. So I'm going to listen to that one unless yeah. I find it. I'm traveling soon, so maybe I'll find it at the airport. I don't know. I like to go to the airport bookstores and look at what's number one, number two, number three, like the top 10 bestsellers yeah. mm -hmm. and see what's in there, especially now that I'm a fiction reader. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I've heard a lot of people talk about Colleen Hoover, the yeah. author, mm -hmm. and everybody raves about all of her books. I will say, though, there's something about fiction in general, whether it's and music does a similar thing for me. Fiction books, fiction movies. It allows you to drain everything out and mm -hmm. you can kind of just get out of body for a little bit. So I think it's really good for you that you're doing some fiction listening slash reading because it's probably helping you distract from. Yeah, a the, few things. The Colleen Hoover one I keep seeing people post about is "It Ends with Us." Yeah, is that oh. what you're? She mm -hmm. has a whole. She has a, apparently like ten books that people just rave about. All of them. Oh well, I'm gonna have to pick those up, and you'll have to pick up Emily Giffen's books because whenever I do talk about it on the podcast, if people email in, they are always obsessed. They're like, if you've read one, read them all. They're all good. <laughs> and so, and I didn't even know, I think the first time I talked about Emily Giffen, I called her Emily Griffin. I was so new. And now I'm obsessed with a lot of her stuff. And I'm hoping that meant to be maybe, well, all of them I could see turning into a TV show or a movie yes. or something. 
But yeah, I love that. Look at us. So Emily Giffen Emily and Giffen. Colleen Hoover, yep. some good fiction writers. Yeah. At least I'm pretty sure Colleen Hoover. I haven't even read one, but I just keep seeing it all over social media. Same. So I want to get into that. But I'm proud of you for getting into fiction. I Thank think you. it's good for you. I agree. I like getting lost in their stories and it's just give it a try. I know except for some people reading is even difficult and hard, but you don't have to sit down and read for hours at a time. It, you could sit down and just make it a goal to read one page and just make yourself read that page and then put it away and then go back to another page the next day. And then slowly, the more you get into it, because reading was very, very difficult for me because I couldn't concentrate long enough or I would read a few pages and then think, I have no idea, honestly, what I just read. <laughs> so I'd have to go back to it. And I would be so jealous of people that could just sit down for hours and get lost in a book or finish a book in a day. What? I, I, that, I don't know that Never. person. I mean, I know people that are like that, but that is not me. And so I think if you just take it small bites at a time, you'll realize that it is fun and enjoyable and you can do it. Now I feel like I'm talking to my 15-year-old daughter. <laughs> just do a page at a time. You'll figure it out. <laughs> no, I definitely think they will. And hopefully you can start to get into some more music too because I'm picturing you working out to audio podcast now and it just does not seem to be the vibe. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> I'll work on that for you. Oh, yeah. But you can still do that while you're going on your on nature walks. I think that still can work. Oh, yes. yes. But Walking, the working out listen. one, I we know. may need to get you some oh, If music. I'm like, and one, <laughs> two, three, four. Yeah. There's no beat. There's no nothing. Yeah. So uh, coming in at number three this week, Eddie charged Abby to help make a reel. And this is a segment's all on its own. So we're not really going to get into that. But Amy, I want to know if you're we're, we're going on a different thing here. We're not even talking about this bit. What are you most excited for that could be happening in the next few months? Hmm. What is if I mean, I'm going to New York. Very exciting. So I'm pretty excited about that with friends. So I know that that's not everyone's cup of tea, but I like walks in Central Park. And my I'm going to see my friend Lisa Haim, who is an Instagram friend that I met. Actually, I'm starting my trip off with Mary, who's a the founder of the shop forward. A lot of people know her from that and Pimp and Joy and all the things. But it's her birthday. Met her on Twitter. So starting my weekend with uh, a friend I met on Twitter, Mary, <laughs> and then uh, midweek, I'll be meeting up with my friend Kat that's flying in, who I met her because she emailed uh, into my podcast email, <laughs> four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. <laughs> and she's a therapist that is now co-host of my fifth thing with me. And then we're meeting up with our friend Lisa, who used to co-host Outway with me. She's a registered dietitian. And I met her on Instagram. <laughs> So. Dang, all, all the different social media ways. Right. And so it's really a week of, it's not that I'm looking forward to, you know, be bopping around New York and doing that whole thing. It's more about the people and mm -hmm. that I'm going to get to spend time with and those connections and um, more the quality time with them. I don't care what city we would be doing it in. It just yes. happens to be in New York. And I have a high school friend that recently moved there. So we have a free place to stay the whole time, which is awesome. Yeah, because otherwise I don't think I would be able to stay that many <laughs> days and justify a hotel room for that long, like a full um, trip's worth. So just for that, just like, oh, hanging out. And um, I want to do I love Tracy Anderson's workouts. I do those online. And so she has studios there. So I'm looking forward to maybe going to an in-person workout. I doubt she'll be the teacher, but I like all of her teachers so that's something fun and I haven't been since before the pandemic oh, and yeah. I used to go 
a little more regularly. New York is just something I think that's nostalgic for me because I went for the first time when I was in college. I had a friend, a different friend moving there, and we drove from Texas to New York to move them into their place. Oh, yeah. That is a very long drive. <laughs> and I think we broke down that. If you want to go back to some of like the old best bits, I'm pretty sure Amy and I talked about that New York trip. Yeah, but I think that's when ago. I fell in love with it. And I couldn't get enough. And I kept wanting to go back. And I kept begging my dad for Southwest points <laughs> to please let me go. And so, and having a friend to visit and stay with, that makes it easier. And I'm from, I'm a Texas girl and I always will be at heart, but New York was just this, Wow, this I mean, I was from Austin, which is a big city, but New York is like big city. New York, there's something different about New York. Yeah. And there's also something very movie-esque about New York because mm-hmm. you've seen it in movies and TV shows and you hear it talked about in songs. So when you go there, you almost just feel like as soon as you step out of a taxi, you're like, wow, I'm in a movie. That's kind of how New York feels. To yeah, me. there's so much culture that the different cultures there mm-hmm. so many amazing restaurants and times square is like out of another world oh yeah when i took my daughter to times square for the first time though she did say oh minus all the lights and stuff <laughs> she said we were in a taxi and she rolled down the window and she's like this smells and sounds like haiti because it smells really <laughs> bad there and then the honking and all the people and but she thought times square reminded her of haiti which she loves like she Aww. found comfort in that she loves Haiti but that's what Times Square reminded her of again minus the lights it is very dirty that is the one thing that's not so glamorous about New York City yeah because in Haiti it was just part of the culture there they don't they litter they don't pick up trash they throw things there's no I I doubt there's any littering laws and so that's one thing when my kids came to America I had to remind them we don't just throw things out the window we put things in the trash can because you could get a ticket And we want to care for the environment and the way things look. (laughs) Isn't that crazy how just trash is a culture shock sometimes? Mm -hmm. You don't even anticipate that. And it is for some people. Yeah. So cool. That's a cool story. I love that. New York's going to be super fun. And getting time with friends that just fill your soul always helps anything. Right. Yeah. I think that after those different visits with those, you know, three different groups, my cup will be full. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I, you know, I'm excited about a trip too. I'm going up to Seattle and Portland, Oregon and kind of do some hiking and doing some really cool things that I'm. Oh, you're going to have so much fun. Yes. Excited to get out in nature and just kind of explore the Pacific Northwest, which I've never been to before. But the main thing I'm really excited about, this is more blanket. So I'm so excited for fall. I am so over hot weather and I'm ready to be cozied up at my house in sweats and eating everything pumpkin. Yeah, I'm I think excited that's everybody, right? Do you feel that? Yes. Okay. I cannot wait. <laughs> bring I've been it like, on. Really, every time a new pumpkin thing gets announced, I'm like, yes, more. Bring mm-hmm. it. I just want it all because I'm tired of the hot weather. <laughs> yeah. You know my three ingredient pumpkin spice cookies? I know, but I need to try these. Okay. Yes. Now let me think if I can... <laughs> Uh, remember the three ingredients. So you need a can of pumpkin, like okay. puree. Yeah. You need a, oh my gosh, it's only two ingredients. Woo! <gasps> Just got better. Yeah, even okay. better. Uh, you need a can of pumpkin puree and... What's the other? Oh, a box of spice cake mix. Okay. And so you just pour the dry cake mix in a bowl, add the pumpkin pure- puree, and stir it up really good till you get this doughy texture and then scoop them out onto a cookie tray and bake it. I don't know. You could Google it, but 350 for 12 minutes or something. And it's just this nice little fluffy snack that you can take with you. Does it, 
well, it probably tastes different, but it, does it give you the same idea of like peanut butter cookies? You know how those are typically only three No, they're more muffiny like, but they're cookies. Okay. And it's so, not the, yeah. Not the same. No, they're it's more cool. like a little muffin top. You know how Ooh. the top of a muffin is the best part? Yeah. So it's just this little fluffy, you know, depending on how big your scoops are, but I make them like, you know, yeah. a tablespoon or two tablespoons or so. And then you could also sprinkle powdered sugar on top if you wanted to get extra fancy um, or maybe some cinnamon, <laughs> but it does only require those two ingredients. I don't know why oh, yes. I thought it was three, but now we need to have a fall party. Now I would like us all to make fall treats and have a fall party. Yeah. That's how much I'm ready for fall to be back. I will come. <laughs> Let me know when and where. Deal. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. I loved this moment on the show this week and very fitting considering Amy is sitting here with me right now, but you shared your daughter's response to her speech question about who she'd like to have dinner with dead or alive. And that's coming in at our number two spot. That was a really cool moment for you to share. How are you doing? How's mom life? How's just the kids being back at school? Just how are you? It's good. I love that they're back in school. (laughs) Uh, And it's just crazy to see them growing up. So Shara's doing driver's ed and in her freshman year of high school. And Stevenson's doing well. He's 12, turned 12 a couple of weeks ago, which is bonkers. 
And we're just having a good time. Like I'm just couldn't be more proud of who they're growing in to be, especially watching Stevenson out there playing football. And, you know, after practice one day, the coach came up and said he just has the best attitude. And that's what oh, every parent that. wants to hear. He's never played football before. He isn't not the best player out there, but to hear that he's got the best attitude was pretty cool. And that then, also has to mean he's enjoying it a lot too, right? Oh yeah, he it, loves it. Those kind of go hand. Oh in hand. yeah, he wouldn't be doing it if he didn't love it. He had a choice. He again, we just signed him up for a week long football camp. Zero intentions of playing more after that. The camp was just something to do to wrap up summer. And he loved the camp so much that he asked if he could sign up for the season. But the season was full, so we had to get on a wait list. And then they called us and said, okay, we have room. And then next thing you know, we're a football family, which we had to adjust our schedules. There's, you know, practice in the beginning, it was three nights a week. And now they've gone down to two nights a week. But that's a big change for our family because we have, we're pretty scheduled, especially with him. And bedtime is very much like we'd have to stay on a schedule or things can get a little wonky and football nights completely throw that out the window, which of course he loves because he gets to stay (laughs) up later. But I'm like, Oh no, this is crazy. And then every Saturday is now a game day. So it definitely challenged our calendar a little bit, but sports really like to do that. Sports love to throw a wrinkle in all the plans. Right. I feel like if I had time though to process it. It was just kind of like, well, bam, now we're on a football (laughs) team and our calendar looks very different, Um, but we're making it work and it's worth it. And I like being a football mom. And then I like being a mom to a 15 year old that's maturing and becoming her own little person. And I love seeing who she's growing into and having conversations with her that are not so surfacey, but a little more meaningful and getting a peek inside her brain and what's really going on in there. And I love it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. It sounds like everything's going really well. And I'm glad it sounds like you also have a little bit of time back into your own schedule with them being at school. Yes. Well, (laughs) but then now there's, you know, pickups and driving all the places. So that's the, but everybody can relate to that, especially if you have multiple kids at different schools Yeah, and they get out around the same time and everyone has to get picked up and off to their next activity. Stevenson's still doing jujitsu as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. You have all the you're in the prime time of all the activities, mm-hmm. especially fall time. I feel like that is even more of a start activity when all the school starts and you want to do and be in all the things. Yeah, that's also part of that, too. I also wanted to know how are the animals doing? You got dog, cat, fish, all the things. Dog's great. Anxiety's down. <laughs> she had major anxiety for a little while, but she's better. Our cat is amazing. Best addition to our family. I love her so much. I can't get enough of her. And our fish is still alive. We did have two snails that were added to the aquarium, right? Is that <laughs> yeah. what it's called? Uh, but one snail just died. Rest in peace. Oh, gosh. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it you died. Know, they don't. And then they said, well, it could have been real as it was laying there dead for a few days because for whatever reasons, Tashira thought it was laying there procreating. But it was it not. was not. It was dead. And it could have been releasing some Are these chemicals pretty big or are they like small? I'm They're so not curious. massive, but like the size of a, you know, a nickel. I didn't even know you could buy snails. Did you buy them or did she just find yeah, them? Yeah, we bought them at the pet store. I did not. No, we didn't just like find snails outside and throw them inside the tank. No. I did not know you can just buy snails at the pet store. Yeah. I don't know why that's such a shock to me. Because they you help see them keep out in the, wild. the tank clean. Yeah, that makes sense. So they kind of clean the little algae on the side, mm-hmm. on the glass. At least that's what 
I was told. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of is back, oh gosh, when the malls used to be super popular and you'd go and hang out at the mall. I think I was in middle school, but they had these hermit crabs that had all these decorated shells that you could buy and bring home as a pet. Yeah. And I wanted one so bad. I never got one. It's probably a good thing I never got one. Yeah. But. I feel like I had one or multiple. We had every animal under the sun. So honestly, I can't even remember all that we had between me and my sister. But yes. Yeah. We had a lot of the, we had... Uh, hamsters and turtles and yep. parrots and yep. things. We never yep. had a lot of amphibians or, <laughs> I guess, fish creatures. My sister has a bearded dragon right now, her family, and he's, I'm kind of grossed out by him, but the more I see him, the cuter he gets, and it's really cute when he eats lettuce. They are really cute. Mm-hmm. There's people on TikTok that have them, and they are like, they have big personalities. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So, uh, as that I haven't happens, got to know him on that level yet. <laughs> Yeah. Lots of animals in your life before and now, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, well, we also have the number one spot this week. Lunchbox finally made it on the news. He was so freaking proud. Not that it was about him, but he was there and it was about a protest. So you can check all those videos out at bobbybones.com if you'd like to see him. But I'm going to ask you some random Spitfire questions. Okay? okay. Who would you like to sit next to on a 10 hour flight and why? Oh, gosh. There's so many people in my brain right now. I'd say Oprah, Robin Roberts. But, okay, I'll go Robin Roberts. Okay. Yeah. And why? Because I've always looked up to her, and I love her outlook on life. She's been through a lot. She's someone that I look up to in media, and I feel as though I could learn a lot from her. And she's just interesting. Like, I'd love to hear all about her life from her. I've read Uh, one of her books and I follow her on Instagram. So I feel like I know (laughs) certain things about her, but I would want to be cool to have it from her mouth for 10 hours. We're next to each other. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then she could could be friends. mm -hmm, We'd be friends. And so then next time I go to New York, we hang out and then she's like, Hey, do you want to come work with me? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Good one. Who is your favorite TV character of all time? Of all time. All time. Gosh, this is very hard, Morgan, because <laughs> of all time. I mean, I love Tammy Taylor oh, from Friday, Friday Night Lights. Lights. Yeah. Coach Taylor at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you pick? Can you pick them as a couple? Yeah, you can. Pick, I'll let you take them. Okay, then fine. Because, I mean, I could name so many others, but I'll just go with uh, the Taylors from Friday Night Lights. Solid pick. I would agree. Those are a great one. What smell takes you back to when you were younger? A good smell, not a bad smell. Oh. Chorizo? <laughs> <laughs> Why chorizo? It's one of the one memories that I have of what, from when my dad lived at our house. I really, my dad moved out when I was nine, so you would think I would have more memories with him, but I don't. I have very few memories of him in our house, and I lived in that house till I was 18. So it's not like this house that we were kind of at for a little bit. No, I was there from birth to 18. And... The memories of my dad, I can probably count on my hand. And I, I'm i sure that's some sort of way of my brain, just trauma and protecting me. For, I don't even know what or why those memories just sort of disappeared. But one thing he would do is he would drive to Buda or maybe even Kyle, which are right next to each other if you're from the Austin area, and southbound I-35. And there was this place that sold amazing chorizo and he would wake up on a Saturday morning and he'd go to the butcher or wherever it was he'd get that fresh chorizo he'd come back to the house and he would cook it 
um, and you'd put it on a tortilla with uh, cheese, queso fundido type situation. And that's a smell that I remember. And in fact, I went to visit my brother last year in Tampa after my dad died and he went to the store. Oh, my dad would also scramble eggs to go with it because it was like a breakfast taco. And my brother had gone to the store. And when I woke up at my brother's place, I went into the kitchen and he was making chorizo eggs and he had tortillas and cheese and he made that. And I thought, and we did not grow up. We didn't have the same mom, but that's clearly a memory that he has of my dad and chorizo. And so that's just a smell that makes me think of my childhood. That's a good story. (laughs) Yeah, That was really good. All right. Last one. What's something you've done that looked really fun, but you didn't end up liking it? Oh, Oh, like a ropes course. Oh, it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to Colorado this summer and everyone was doing this ropes course. And we were at a, like a young life family camp and kids are up there. Four-year-olds killing it. <laughs> Adults are up there. Everyone's having a good time. It looks so fun. And you end it with like going down this zip line and everyone's like, whoa, having a great time. Well, I get all harnessed up and I get ready and I get on there and I can't do it. So like it looked fun, but then when it came down to me having to get on the wires and do everything I needed, even though I knew I was securely harnessed, I could not do it. So I had to, I didn't do it. I never did it. My never kids did it. Never went down the zip line. Mm-mm. Nope. I never did the whole, I mean, it was a whole ropes course and then it ended with the zip line. Oh, so you didn't and do the ropes course. I didn't do any of it. I made it to the, I climbed the stairs to the platform, put on my harness. They locked me in with the little whatever that thing is, hook, whatever, you know, they're called yeah. something people, hikers wear them on their backpacks. No, yes. I, I know what you're talking yes. about. I want to say Cape for, but Cape, <laughs> that's a guitar thing. So I don't know what it's called. And I unharnessed and never went back up wow. and everybody else in my family did it. But hey, it's I not for everyone. That's okay. Did not. So that was something that looked really fun to me that I was excited about. And then I could not bring myself to do it. I've also gone skydiving before, which I can't believe I did that. But I did that with Lunchbox. We went for our 30th birthday. I think we were turning either 29 or 30. Either way. I don't think I would have gone if he wasn't with me. And I had another friend too. My friend Melinda. Pretty sure... I had to get like pushed out. <laughs> I mean, I had, it was tandem. So I had someone with me. I love that I did it, but I will never do it again. Okay. Those are, those are solid ones. Okay. Great ones. Well, Amy, thank you again for joining me and hanging out with me this weekend. Let the people know where they can find you, listen to you, all the things. On Instagram, I am at Radio Amy and on Twitter too. And TikTok, but I don't know if I <laughs> do much over there, but hey, you go check it out. So really everywhere at Radio Amy and then... Um, Podcast-wise, I have Four Things with Amy Brown and Outweigh, which is an eating disorder recovery podcast, and that loads every Saturday. So very specific to if you're going through any body image stuff, that might be something to check out. And then Four Things is very random. (laughs) Like I have different guests, or sometimes it's just me, but this last week my sister was my guest for All Four Things, and that releases every Thursday. So that's a fun episode to go listen to. My sister is very wise, so I always enjoy having her on. Oh, super fun. Thank you for sharing all of that. And you can find me at WebGirlMorgan on all the things. And of course, check out the Bobby Bone Show socials. Those have some fun content up there for you guys to check out as well. Everyone, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Amy, thank you again. See y'all later. Thanks for having me. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 